listeners from around the world, this is your host, James Jordan, alongside Michael Walsh for yet another edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast, recording for the week of February 27th, 2022, and you were listening to... Is it really the week of February, or is it, would you consider this more of the week of March? It is recorded for the week of February, so but yes, I would feel like it's the week of March, and it's season five, episode six, and we are on various streaming services. We might still be on the Waterloo Region podcast hour on Radio Waterloo Fridays uh, once know. a month. If let us know if us. we are. If you hear us in the Waterloo Region, we're on the FM dial right now. Let us know. And then um, not only that. Uh, on the streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. There's a couple more, uh, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. Uh, there's there's a couple more in there. We're we're on them all. So basically, I I I, don't, I couldn't think about any time. other ones. Yeah. Um, also, we're on YouTube with our esports stuff. Um, Wallace, you can hear him freak out on there, which is that's awesome. uncalled for. That's uncalled for. It happened once. Where twice. Do you find, where, it happens a lot. I'm just emotional behind the wheel, man. I get a little Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney in me, okay? Whoa. Oh, that sounds like uh, something you want to keep to your snow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Whoa. we're on lots of different social media platforms as well. I heard we're on the internet like website <laughs> is that true i heard we're on the internet there's a website so little known uh, fact uh, i am html <laughs> no we're old no yes i actually we we're just talking about this earlier i am just so old school oh remember going to jayski no, we're going to J Ski. Yeah, there's lots of people that listening that are NASCAR fans that would know what jski.com is. Back in the day, you go there for you'd be able to go there and see oh. the liveries of the what liveries they're going to be running, like details and like what the sponsorships will be running, and that's kind of stuff. And it kept it had all the standings, it was a place to go. Um, and even for years after, in like recent years, like early 2010s, I remember it would have all sorts of other things on it too like news hmm. and no and then espn ended up buying it over and then now they're i think they went away and they came back but either way i i yeah i remember going to eight a, a website in my favorite in my favorites bar uh, hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> like i remember doing that so i like to i i wanted to do that for the woms so we have a website the wide world well, podcast.wordpress.com that's an awful talking <laughs> of websites we used to go to when we were younger why when i was in elementary school or public school depends where you are what you call it <laughs> you so went to some websites and then uh, grade, the ones that got you down to the five. principal's office yeah no i never did those ones but i remember <laughs> when our i remember when our school finally got the internet and it was on one computer <clears throat> and hey guys, I would go in nice. in the library and I would ask the librarian if I could go on the computer 
every at the beginning of every year so I could download the NASCAR Cup schedule. <laughs> and print it off. Every year when we first got the internet, I'd go to NASCAR.com. Thanks, Texas. And I'd find the schedule and I would just print it off. And they thought I was weird. They're like, really? NASCAR? I think that is pretty weird, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. You're mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, favorite, put our website in your favorites bar. We also got other stuff on there, all our podcasts. And uh, every week we, we take our takeaways from the cup races and our esports stuff is there uh, to keep track of as well. And um, or you yeah. can say Siri likes to pull it up on the t- on your smart device. We got lots of content on Facebook Watch and YouTube, so we're we're every horror man. We're all on the things. We're yeah, we got some always always stuff we're working on, and yeah, yeah, we have some big races coming up on there with uh, e racing, i racing nascar road to pro las vegas with the trucks so that's coming up and then we have sebring the end of march so yeah there'll be a couple good events streamed up on there so we'll have we'll have them there they'll they'll be fun looking Mm -hmm. forward to those taking the iRacing seriously for for professional iRacers i mean after all you you are a Daytona 500 champion. Give it to me. <laughs> I am an iRacing Daytona 500 champion on the podcast. Host. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the rest of my life, that will always be with. They'll always call my name out as the 2022 iRacing Daytona 500 champion. No, anyway. Split uh, <laughs> 40 day three. <laughs> no. Um, Okay, so yeah, the eye racing stuff put aside. Auto club. What did you think about this week? Yeah, <laughs> auto club. Auto club. <laughs> yeah, not the know, race I was expecting. Uh, for years and years and years and years, I would the two tracks I always said that need to be actually three tracks I always said that need to be turned into. Like shelters or shopping malls. It was New Hampshire, Phoenix, and Auto Club. And I was yeah, so I glad when I New found Hampshire out that either. they were going to change up. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of New Hampshire. But yeah, it's fun on iRacing though, right? So it makes me like it. Which for you would be you've you've got Auto Club on iRacing, and you, you ended yeah. up. Yeah. But for me though, it was like I already know that it's probably a blast anyway. But just what it was such a great great race and I thought it was the best auto club race I've ever seen um, yeah certainly uh, up that there track. for a lot of people anyways if it's not the best but yeah yeah that track has seen some some highs and lows lows being uh, the death of Greg Moore uh, crashing on the backstretch there Canadian champ car driver um, but you know, this would be a high for that track. Um, yeah, I bought it on iRacing to work on my my licensing, and I was running the trucks and the Xfinity car there. And I I came to you and said, "Dude, 
I don't care what this track looks like when we watch it, but to actually race it, it's so much fun. And um, I had no idea that we were going to see the race we saw on Sunday there. So, I mean, I guess before we get into anything on that, the big question is, do they keep it? Or do they demolish it and build a short track? It's all in limbo because of the co- the cost of construction materials, and especially after the pandemic, and you have to consider the state they're in, and um, mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of up in there there for that. But there was like a lot of big plans for what they were going to do for auto clubs. So I, I have a feeling it, it would have to still be in process, but uh, who knows? Like they ended up changing their mind on Atlanta a few years ago and then they kept the surface for a couple of years. And, but like, I don't know about this. Like, I think that process is, I, I bet you the, a lot of parts of that land too has already been probably, written off or dealt it's already signed off or dealt or someone's already taken a deal or, or something. I don't know. Cause that, that's also been mentioned as well. Well, so the trying to the divvy thing, up the property, they're going to well, try yes, to figure out what to sell. Well, that's why they want to put the track between the front stretch, like all using the front stretch and the pit complex, because apparently they've they want to sell everything that's behind the track. But if they're if they want to sell it to fund the construction of their new track, because they think the new track is going to be is what they needed to have better racing there and maybe they could make a LA Coliseum-esque type permanent track on the schedule um or I I mean the the one thing about the track is the track needs a repave it's 25 years old it's never been paved Um, it needs to stay but it needs it. It's going to need to pave. Like okay, so so let's well, take when, the when chunks are falling let's out. The, yeah, let's take the Atlanta approach. Then they go okay. Well, that's okay. We don't. The track surface can last us another four years. The track produced a phenomenal race. Why don't we just let it go for the next four years? And then in four years with the development of the car and where the racing goes, right? I'm going to say the racing in four years with this car is going to be a lot different than the race. It it is right now. I know we're just two races in, but I think it'll look different. Um, Then let's just delay the demolition of the track. Why spend all that money if you don't need to? They might have... So it was two years ago that they did that. And so all the deals and whatnot, I'm sure have already, like, I'm sure contractually there's been a lot of stuff put us like legally that they're able to put aside, but a lot of it, I'm just, I'm reading. Yeah. Like even just right now from what I'm reading here off jsky.com, it's, uh, 
because there hasn't been a timetable set as of yet that there's no there's no word could but it, it sounds like though like they they I bet you there's there's deals you know and deals are deals right you, you can't just go back on deals so I'm sure it's okay so let's let's say that they they can't do anything about it they're tearing down California they're building a new track does this race and I think Las Vegas is going to be very telling. Um, there'll be a couple tracks that'll be very telling, but could this be the possibility? Like everybody thought we were on this short track resurgence because it created such a great race. Um, I, we saw such a great race at the Coliseum or a cool race. We saw just saw a pretty good race. I think at Daytona, debatable for some people but i thought it was a good race for what it was and then we just watched a really excellent race we just went to three different types of tracks now are we going to go to chicago and kansas and be like oh wow these are amazing races because they got that five lane you know that spread of going into the track um you know, who knows? Maybe next year it's completely different. Goodyear brings a different tire. The guy, the 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 teams figure out, figure out different aero and figure out how to run the tires better. I mean, you could get a completely different race next year. Um, the track surface is going to be one year older. You know, it's hard to say, but um, you know, if Fins that in... was if that was the last race for that track in that configuration, it's pretty good. Damn, a what a good one. race to go off on, eh? Way to, what a way to be remembered. The fans and drivers all want to keep it the same. So it's interesting, I though, mean, because people were done with these size tracks a few, two, two years ago. And then now people are like, oh, we should keep it. But what's going to happen is, and I'm not being that guy trying to talk crap on NASCAR, but they're going to try to fix it. They're going to repave it or whatever. They're going to do whatever. They're going to somehow do a little reconfiguration and put a little spin on it, a little gimmick. And then it's going to end up being one of those deals where they like, kind of like Atlanta, where I think they should have just kept it the way it was. And then we'll see actually, but you know what? I don't think it's the, I don't, think nascar i think they're done with gimmicks because i know what you're saying and it seemed like they would do something to mess things up and it was like oh I, you know you know whatever they did arrow wise to change the cars or for that race or change this rule for that race or whatever um i kind of feel like they're over gimmicks what i feel needs to happen what if someone says the call scene was a gimmick it was a gimmick so yeah it just worked it just worked though that's the thing okay. it's like there yeah, was a yeah. there's a real potential that that could have just and then we all would have sat there and went like oh uh, yeah of course nascar like of course this wasn't gonna work look at it it's inside yeah. an arena you know everyone would shit all over them but it worked and everyone's just like damn but i like you know everyone's given nascar props for it but it, yeah of course it was a gimmick it was a gimmick to, in a market that they suck in 
this was a this track is in a market they suck in that just produced an amazing race. So why you know they need? I think they need to keep it. I mean, they're gonna have to repave it. But what do they do? Like you're gonna repave it, and then it's gonna be what shit racing for two, three He's years until. Um, so what happens is is after a couple of years, these cars are ended up gonna changing a little bit, obviously with more driver feedback. And mm-hmm. so there's a chance though, because in in past gens, car all the cars in the past, there's a chance that it ends up getting more tame over the years. So what? So and and obviously we see how people want different kinds of racing every two, three, four, five years, depending on when what decade it is. People people wanted less of these tracks, and now it's like people want to keep this at least. Just well, based off of let's not get ahead of ourselves, right? Like based off of this race, this is yeah, a, this, this one race, good, yeah. right? I mean, who knows? Vegas could the suck. Second, I mean, I doubt the it, second but. race, well, the, th- the third race, but the second official race in the, f- sorry, the second points race in the season, I think that added something to it because of the new car. Probably. I think, I think this whole year, I think there's a potential for the whole year to be like that everywhere. You know, places that maybe haven't been that exciting lately kansas um well we'll see once like, it's gonna be hard to tell because as larry max says over the that that book is very thin the that textbook is very thin off of stuff to go off of because who you, knows what we'll see before they go to vegas um, a good chunk of cars were spinning out in practice in mm-hmm. at uh auto club and uh the car's hard to drive. It's they didn't have a lot, a whole lot of time to figure out the car, but at Auto Club, but you know, a couple of guys got into the wall mm-hmm. early. Uh, who who was it? Um, Suarez. Kevin Harvick. It was for sure Harvick. Who was the other fella? It was one of the trackhouse um, guys, or it was the. Some guy, oh, I should know this. This is terrible. Ross Chastain. Wasn't it Ross? Yeah, because he's a colleague car. No. Okay. No. Yeah, he's a colleague car. Right. And so. I'm pretty sure he crashed in practice and he crashed in the race. Same with. Haley, he didn't. Haley didn't crash in the race practice, but he crashed in the race. Coming to coming to one lap, and you know, Mark Martin said in the broadcast, even like, like it's good to see that. And I know he said on Twitter that it, it's the best. It it should be the hardest car to drive in motorsports is the NASCAR Cup car, and it's good to. And I think that's just I agree with him and. Mm-hmm. It's cool when he came up in the the booth during that race, uh, in the Fox. Such booth. a cool car! It's such a cool looking car. I it love it. Nice I love hear. everything about this car. <laughs> and he's right. It's great. It, and and I Mark's 
I hope we get to hear more from Mark because he's kind of seemed to step away for a bit. Like he yeah, he's in... good in the booth, and they and they ask, they say he should come back, and I hope he does because I I thought that was nothing like nostalgia though. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and it's good to hear that stuff from someone like him. Um, and it was he was it was yeah it was a good. It was a good showing at the race too. A lot of people came out, lots of celebs. So it was a good showing like that. Like, mm-hmm. it remind me of when we talked about F one last season for a couple of races and some of the star power side of things. Yeah, they had star yeah. power during the LA race, but Ice Cube got to actually come to this race and to enjoy it. So stuff like that. Like, there's some cool stuff. Like, and it was a good. I'm glad that everyone got to see. Maybe people who got into it at the Coliseum and they watched the 500 and they watch kind of mm-hmm. something like you'd think freaking Auto Club would be like the worst race you'd want to show someone who's new to NASCAR. And then they yeah. see that. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Three for three so far for entertainment. That's good. I would say so. I can't like that's pretty good. good. And then Vegas, I think it'll I, th- I think it'll be good. But anyway, yeah, like staying on staying on the uh, the old Auto Club. The old, the old AC. <laughs> Fontana. I'll only know it as Fontana. Fontana. Fontana yeah, that's true. Old, yeah. Old like, school. like, uh, Sears Point. I sometimes refer to it as, <laughs> like, um, yeah. Uh, Sonoma as Sears Point or anyways. But the gen, yeah, in well, addition though to the gen seven car, uh, like mm-hmm. a lot of new things too, to the sport since they raced at auto club. There are uh, there's some drivers, some faces that have left, and there's some faces mm-hmm. that have come in. So there's a bit of that aspect as well. It's not just so much how the car is, but also the different fan base, and it's a different vibe since the last time they were there. It seems like it was that long, so long ago, but it it wasn't, but it does. So, but like, mm-hmm. so you know. it was a good crowd a lot of like i was saying with like a lot of people showed up when people wanted to you know to that market that you said earlier that they usually don't do good in well it was i thought Mm -hmm. that was a good turnout for one of the better turnouts for auto club as well so a lot of that came into effect too it was like it was playing up to be a good a good race and um like a favorite like kyle bush Going into that, mm-hmm. a guy who has, he's the only driver in the field with more than one auto club win. So he was, in my opinion, the favorite going in. And I, I don't know about you, but I put him on my bench. Oh, yeah, picks. definitely put him on the bench. So I bet a lot of people put him somewhere on their picks throughout the fantasy or and the WAMS fantasy league. Because mm-hmm. um, I I know for sure from all the races I've seen in the past, Kyle Busch does great at Auto Club. And mm-hmm. yeah, however, the though, Toyotas like oh, there's a couple drivers that yeah you think Kevin Harvick for some reason, um, yeah who else is I thought Harvick I'm pretty good I was there. I was thinking of picking Harvick too, which I should have. In hindsight, but um. Like Hamlin well, too, I picked Hamlin because I thought he'd do good there. But the whole Joe Gibbs team had some setbacks; they had some overheating yeah. issues, and uh, also some wrecks. Um, eventually, mm-hmm. like Kyle Busch, 
he had to come down to pit road because of the temps and yeah i uh, was hearing that because there was a block plate in the grill area that can mm-hmm. be controlled open or closed depending on how teams want it and that just may have how been how joe gibbs had set the uh, opening right of the grill so it could have it could have just been down to that and well, they're the only ones that were having issues. Right. And like no other Toyota team was having that issue. So you can't, I mean, all the cars, see, all the cars are identical. So it's not like, oh, well, maybe they were, and they can't put, they don't put tape on the cars anymore. So it has to be something to do with what that team did to their cars specifically, like you're saying. Right. It's, I mean, it's the only answer, right? Because, but but even Kyle even made the the comment about um, that that was the same issue they were having at Bristol on the dirt, where I, I guess from his I don't know is the track dusty is it dusty there, or from um, his spin there's out that probably he, it, a few different elements that come into play from that region. Yes, there is a lot of that dusty sand. Um. <laughs> And like you get that up beside Vegas a mountain too, right? too, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. also Darlington, and there, uh, there's some other tracks oh, too really? that are in beachy areas that get some of that. So there's a lot of not. I, I actually don't know if Fontana is. Um, I'm gonna pull it up on the map quick just before I. I think it's 78 miles south of Los Angeles. Yeah, California. from my weird, from my weird understanding of how it works. So. <clears throat> Wow, they're quite they're quite um, east of LA, <laughs> that's for sure. But just up the just up the interstate there. Um, but yeah, there's there's there is uh, they're they're kind of geog- geographically in between a couple of mountains. Where yeah, like a lot of that mm. crap and dust can. Um, Probably funny winds swirling in and out. Fun, yeah, yeah, some weird. For any of our California SoCo listeners, South Cal- Southern California listeners, let us know what the terrain is like. I'm sure they got weird weather like us, so I can sympathize. <laughs> um, I'm sure they, I'm sure they got weird stuff. But anyway, back to the the Auto Club. Um, lots of cautions. So there's another thing too that played into effect. Um, Most cautions ever. I'm pretty sure. I th- I'm pretty sure that both both series, Xfinity and Cup, uh, had record cautions. Um, okay, I was thinking it was up there because I, I thought they were around tying it for sure. So that makes sense because I remember uh, within the last I forget what year it was, but I remember watching it and it was the last it was one of the races in the last ten years, and I remember watching it and it was freaking it was bad. It was like 13, 14 cautions, I thought. But maybe that is, maybe this is, I, I'm, I, I, if you, if you have read or heard some word on that, then yeah, that, if that's the case, then we'll go for Wallace's, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try to Google it. But this, we know this race featured 12 cautions and, um, yes, which is a lot of cautions. And that also, so going back to kind of like the, 
how the car is and stuff. Um, there was there was a lot of chance for them to be able to come back down to make adjustments, and Kyle was able to take advantage of those um, cautions because he had time. He had time to fix his car, and he had eventually <laughs> time to come back to the lead lap on the end of the race and finish outside the top ten. So, you know, there's time for guys to fix stuff. But there was also time where it was hard to tell you know, how your car was damaged. Um, yeah, well, and, and and we saw... What I found was interesting is that, you know, you kind of had two types of accidents. You had an accident where it you'd think it was going to be bad and hit, and then they come back, i.e. Kyle Busch, or, like, even at Daytona, but then you get some weird hits, like, like, um, I'm thinking, who am I thinking of? Byron. Well, Chase. Byron when, when he, he hit was... up, or Chase. I was thinking of Byron when he slid up and hit Reddick, got loose and hit up into Reddick there. Um, and then oh, yeah, bent out the right. rear. Yeah. Oh, right. So then I, you know, you're just kind of like, oh, wow, that was. That was pretty quick, but um, there's a lot of you. You would have thought that that there could there would be it'd be stronger, but it just seems you know the suspension area is so fragile and delicate um, that doesn't take much to to really screw your race over a little bump. There's obviously almost Indy car app. There's obviously a lot more races where we'll be able to tell more about how where that fine line is. But even during this mm-hmm. race, you're able to see where kind of start to gate, like get a, get a little bit of a gauge on where, how the car handles damage and how it, it handles getting up in the wall. And when I, th- when I saw chase, when he got up in the wall while he was flirting with the high line, he, mm-hmm. um, he ended up getting a couple of hits that it looked like it was okay. But after they showed on a different camera angle, he hit the wall pretty hard, and and it did. He did notice something was kind of um, down wrong with his car. And at that point, Chase just it, the race did not go good from him from there on, especially when he had that little issue with Larson later on in the race. But yeah, yeah. yeah so there's, yeah. there's gonna we're gonna hear more of a fine of cosmetic damage and mechanical damage for sure throughout the rest of the season. Um, I can guarantee you that. Keep an eye out for that one. Um, yeah. So another fun fact uh, for stage one winner usually gets the the race, the both stage wins and the race win. In Tyler Reddick, he was going mm-hmm. for, he was going for it. <laughs> I thought it was it. I mean, it was totally his. Yeah. Um, you know, left rear flat and then um might have been able to like he might have been okay they were probably they would have thrown the caution he probably would have made it back to the pits and they might have been okay and then you can see uh, byron just get 
loose kind of coming underneath them, which is pretty easy at that part of the track and just slide up and door them massively into the wall, ending Byron's day uh, pretty quickly. And uh, shockingly not ending uh, <clears throat> Reddick's day. but uh, He ended up getting 24th, though, but still... I mean, better than where did Byron 34th? Yeah. So, but you know, it's just, I guess that's part of the track. It's part of the way the new cars. Uh, I'm curious as to what led to him having that tire issue. Um, I don't remember seeing too many tire issues until after guys spun. Right, you'd see, we, we saw that a lot, and then guys would either, you know, they'd get them caught themselves caught between the apron and the and the track, or um, just have all four flat from sliding, and and they couldn't get the cars picked up um, and to back to their back to their pit stall. But I, I would like tires. I don't think were a massive str- other than them wearing um, having tires deflate rapidly weren't didn't seem to be a particularly big issue so the only issues i saw were on pit road there's a couple times it's getting the tires on mm. and there's a couple times their lug nuts came off so they guys yeah. had an extra lug sorry lug <laughs> lug yeah um and then there's yeah, a point where Chad for yeah chad to come down that was so cool man i thought that was awesome he puts his glasses on you see him look like mm-hmm. this guy knows because obviously he was a tire he was um he was a rear tire changer yeah, yeah that's right so, on on jeff's car wasn't he so yeah so i mean I, and this yeah 30 years ago so i get a guy to look at that that's the guy that it's good that he went to go look at it anyway. There's a chance though they had it in the wrong motion. The, mm. They they just needed to have it clicked over to the the correct uh, rotation. Ready, tidy, lefty, loosey. <laughs> um, I always I always think of uh, a, a, a stupid joke on that. I wish I could say, but I'll tell you later. But I know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, big surprisers of the day were guys like Eric Jones and Daniel Suarez battling up front for a portion of the day with like Eric leading, I think, um, having led the most laps or a good chunk of laps. I don't know how many laps he led. But, um, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. You know, Petty GMS, that new team. Um, this is this is that new car, right? That even playing field, right? Ricky Stenhouse, he shouldn't be up here. Daniel Hemrick, I mean, I know he's Xfinity Series champ, but you know, talking about guys that had a shit day, or terrible day, sorry, terrible day. Him six laps down or something to finish ninth, but you know. Yeah, and even Eric Amarola. So it's um, it was interesting to see Eric doing so well. Um, kind of nice, actually, to see that forty-three out, out front again. I was surprised 
to see um, Stenhouse finish in mm-hmm. the top ten, and Brad Keselowski got back to uh, another top ten finish to uh, for two weeks in a row. He, no, he didn't. Uh, okay, my uh, my data says weeks in the top ten too, so maybe this is false. No, yeah, because it's it's Larson, Dylan, Dan Beaver Jones. from NBC Sports Edge. Is it Ingram on that? No, because it's not <laughs> like he he according to NASCAR.com. Mr. Brad Kozlowski finished in 27th. 27th. Is Sorry, that... not to be oh, like. Does that wrong. include uh, the clash? He didn't even make it into the final in the clash. Huh. Wow. It's a good thing or we have multiple ta- sources. Or... <laughs> Early. Who was yeah. that? Let's call him out. He's terrible. Fake news. Boo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. He just had to. He just had to churn out an article. But anyway, hey, I'll go well, back to my own like, written article. It, I mean, it was just like at that the other, Wide World of Motorsports that... Podcast dot com. <laughs> Facebook. Go to Facebook. Yeah. Kyle Larson got the win after the end. It uh, after Tyler Reddick obviously wasn't in contention for it anymore. It looked like it was Chase was going to be up there. He was going to look for a move on Larson. Larson put a block on him. Larson said he didn't see him, and then uh, at that point, it was uh, it was all Larson until Chase spun out because he mm-hmm. wasn't happy that obviously Larson was going to win. So they had to rack him all up again at the end. And that was He says he didn't do it on purpose. He says he didn't spin out on purpose. And that was Larson versus Dylan. Uh who? Austin Dylan? Austin who? Um, I'm saying that because he was nowhere in for the whole race. Where was he? I don't know, five laps to go. It's just like Austin yeah. Dylan in oh, the top five. Yeah. What? Where, like, like, where did you come from? I thought you're being mean to Austin Dillon. No, I was because <laughs> he was nowhere in the race. I mean, good for like that's amazing. Um, Started in sixteenth. Not surprised that he should be up there, seeing as Tyler Reddick's his teammate. Um, so if Tyler's fast, stands the reason that 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 Austin should be fast as well, but. Anyway, sorry. It was a big. Continue. It was a big setup for the end of the race. Um, Suarez got up there, as you said. Jones was up there in the number forty-three. So, some different names in in the in mm-hmm. the run. And Mark Daniel uh, Hamrick, top and ninth. Stenhouse ten. Custer eleven. Marpole Sitter finished twelfth. You know. And nothing in nothing in um, in inspection was. I don't think anything was reported for post post race inspection, and um, obviously going into Vegas next Sunday. 
Breath at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. That'll be the the next focus for these drivers. Maybe that'll be the last Auto Club race. They'll put that behind them. Um, I hope not. For our, however, for our fantasy league, though, for us looking into Vegas, I'll be, uh, maybe I'll be able to finally put Kyle Busch into the, the rotation. Well, that you have to. I think you have to. You, if you don't put Kyle Busch in that, in that fantasy for, for, for Vegas. For our WAMS fantasy league results talk. Crazy. For week the, two. Problem, the thing is, is that, so just, just touching on that fantasy, because we got to get going here soon. Um, you know, guys that were super strong all race long just After faded stage out. two ended, you know, it went just... downhill for me in, the, in that last stage. Uh, it went downhill because everything was looking good. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like I picked, well, a lot I got happened. some good picks. Was... All these guys are doing good. And yeah, a lot, yeah. Cause you know, it kind of... You, it almost, it almost thinking hit. about it has that feel of of plate racing, of this. Okay, let's go. If you can make it to the front, let's make it to the front. Some guys want to be up front. Some guys didn't mind running in the back. And then it's like there came a point in the race where it was like, okay, you know, after stage two, final stage, it's like, okay, it's go time. And that's when you really started to have crazier racing or the the tighter racing or whatnot um i wonder if that's going to be a theme throughout the year that that just let's lay back and wait and we'll race hard a little bit here and there for the first half first three quarters of the race but come the last little bit and now we're gonna see what's up i like the racing off pit road as a side note uh, i forgot Mm -hmm. to mention that with the pit stops being like nine seconds now, there's, it's a lot closer off pit road. So I think to just to kind of refer to what you're talking about here, it, I think that's where the race, a lot of the times we're going to see the race maybe be one off pit road more, even more mm. important now. Um, well, look at Blaney. I mean, they had troubles all day on pit road. He was constantly losing positions every right. time he was on yeah. pit road. So, which is unfortunate because he had a pretty strong car. Um, Back to our fantasy, though. Uh, I don't. I'm still in fourth. I think that's where I was last week. And I think for, from what I remember, I, I don't. I, I actually don't remember where we were last week. Oh wait, no. It sh- you can show you. It shows you here, doesn't it? No, yeah, it doesn't. you can go week by week. I'm pretty sure. I can't for some reason. It won't let me. Um. So. Mike's having internet issues. I wonder. I hope. I hope our peeps made their selections. I know Seth did, and I, th- so I, think, I think everybody. I did. think everyone did. Yeah. Or well, sometimes it it'll just pick whoever was the week before. So if people forget, so after ten races, oh. you'll know. You'll know when they they start falling off. Right. Um, so uh, Dirty Joe in two uh, with. 257 uh, close with Ty Parker uh, for 258. They're they're battling for sixth. Myself and Seth are battling for fourth. He, I'm at 280. He's at 272. Um, Pepe and Michael Walsh at racing for second. You're at 319 wow, yeah. and at 309. <laughs> Michael Walsh. 
<laughs> and at 309 is Pepe Racing. Uh, you guys go for second. And then uh, at, at first, you guys might be able to get first, maybe, from um, Tom Segelston mm-hmm. from our esports Thomas team. Had a, Thomas had an unlucky, uh, unlucky race. Everybody did. I thought I was going to have an unlucky was, race. I even messaged you. Remember picks. I'm... Remember I messaged you? Yeah, it was and said, oh, yeah. I'm getting killed here. Yeah. And then I it turns out out of the our group I won that that my picks uh, and I was like, Oh my goodness. Must have been but, slim. Um you know, but yeah, we'll see going into obviously Vegas you wanna you wanna pick that uh, Kyle Bush. But hey, you know what? You never know with all these other uh with what we're gonna see. That's Larry Mag, I'll go back and say it again. That that textbook is so thin so you don't know what we're gonna have to see this weekend i'm looking forward to it trucks and cup i think xfinity is off then xfinity will do the one in the fall i believe trucks there are awesome i love the trucks there i love those tricks i love these tricks uh look looking forward to that we'll talk about it next week Big things. Huge, huge things coming. Nobody's got bigger things than us. No. Nope. The biggest racing events coming to your life. Right here in the bums. Anyway, you, you got it. You watched another big racing event. Oh, I did. I watched two. I watched it too. I did as well. Uh, I watched the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, and you just stopped and spilt your drink. No, 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 not that St. Petersburg, the one in Florida. Um, <laughs> IndyCar opening race of the season. <laughs> Took me a second to figure that out. <laughs> opening race of the season, street course, badass, fast, um, great race. Um, we had, um, we had lots happening in practice guys crashing cars guys running into each other we had um guys running for new teams start uh, up at the front roman grosjean driving for andretti um and then we had the second year what do you call that freshman sophomore what's the second year um scotty mclaughlin driving for penske putting it on pole um Surprised, not surprised. I'm um, not surprised because it's a Penske. And anytime you go to a racetrack and they're there, you expect them to win. And he expects to win. So um, a little ex- a little shocked to see um, it being Scott and not Will Power or their teammate uh, Joseph Newgarden, who had a terrible day finishing P16. Um, but Penske was pretty strong all day long. Um, interesting that while we're also another, um, note here, first time since 2019 that they ran there. Yeah. Um, yes, because of, because of COVID, right? Yeah. 
Wow. No, they raced there last year, at the end of the year. Opened. They opened with it. Oh, opened with it. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, it's a great opener. It's a cool little track. Um, you know, from watching it, maybe some people might not give it the credit it it deserves. It's fast. Uh, it's tight. And it's really, really demanding. Um, multiple surfaces. You know, you, you go to streets with asphalt. Um, you have concrete patches and concrete walkways. You go through parking lots. You're crossing over traffic uh, intersections. So you're getting all the oils from the cars and everything, mixing that. And then you come around and you get onto the concrete runway of, um, of an airport. Yeah, and, I love um, those uh, old. Cool. What, what probably was an airfield for. I think it Cuba, was. It's like still Cuba an airport, crisis. though. I'm pretty um, sure it's still an airport, but it's really cool. And then, and then, of course, you have the the trickiness of the big uh, painted sections because of the runway that um, usually cause issue throughout the races for with people uh, losing traction and grip. Um, you know, there was guys leading or le- leading laps throughout that race in different strategies. You had Scott Dixon. Um, no shock there. Tough day. Um, finished eighth. Uh, started seventh. Um, they needed cautions. They were on a three-stop strategy. The highest of the three stoppers. This was one of those, do you two-stop? save fuel save tire or you know just run flat out and three stop it where are you going to make up the time um problem with a street circuit like st pete it's pretty tight um and then unless your car's you know banging right on right on the limit uh you're probably not going to make it up through through the traffic renus vk was pretty strong on that two stopper his second third year uh, with Ed Carpenter racing. Um, and then, you know, you had willpower up there, Colton Herta up there at Roman Grosjean, which is really cool to see up there in the top five, uh, about 10 laps to go the way pit stops worked out and whatnot. Um, you had Alex Pillow, Ganassi racing, catching up to Scott McLaughlin, who is catching up to uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, Alex's teammate, Jimmy was battling to stay on the lead lap. Um, you know, great to, um, <laughs> great to see, glad to see it. He wasn't talked about a whole lot during, during the weekend. I don't think, uh, Alex, uh, champion last year, but, he put the pressure on eventually Scott and Alex got past Jimmy Johnson wasn't enough. Um, Scott held off Alex, which was, which was nice to see. Cause I think he deserved it. You know, he dominated the race. He led 49, 49 laps of the hundred. Um, we never made it a Jimmy Johnson's thing. Cause I, but what, what a showing though of him, like doing something different. They were even saying on the broadcast, like, um, I mean, he only finished one lap. Yeah, he only finished one lap down. That's not. 
but it's not bad. Well, he was trying to race, and he ended up actually, they said that he was gaining time in the laps that the leader came closer to him. So he was trying to race for, to stay on the lead lap. And also there's the position where, yeah, your teammate is also racing the guy. And there has been some talk. I, I don't. Uh, was it willpower who said that he was questioning the blue flag rule that was in, in this what way i didn't hear this i didn't hear this so yeah and not well just saying that in that situation jimmy should have given there's a blue flag you're, you're you should have given him the right away so but you're racing, you know, he was racing hard those last couple laps. And it did, though, and I did see the gap. It The gap really did close in. It did definitely make a difference he gained, on the he outcome gained of the race. like a, a second to 1.2 seconds on him, I think, it, within a lap. But there was still lots of laps after Jimmy. Yeah, After and, he didn't, and he didn't pass him. He didn't pass him. All it did was slow Scott up, right? And it and ultimately didn't do anything because once they got past Jimmy, Scott pulled out that that gap again. So so I think the only, no big deal. Uh, I'm not trying to be say that in a Jimmy fan way. But um, <laughs> I don't think it was a big deal. Some might um, think it is. Jimmy Jimmy's got the Jimmy's got the right to fight. To stay on the line. lead lap. Yeah. But this is, I don't know. There's it's two, ways two leaders to, look at to get past him. It, but racing etiquette would say that you're all, okay, you're coming to get a lap down. You're not racing anybody. There's nobody on your lap. They know Jimmy. You go a lap that. down. And it's not like there's 60 laps to go in the race. There's. 10 laps to go. Like these guys are huge. He, he, what happened could have dr- drastically changed the outcome of the race, right? Like Alex might've needed that. That the, If they got past Jimmy and then Alex got past Scott, it, it, he might've never caught him, but he caught him earlier and then had more time to kind of pass him. I don't think there's any. I'm just saying there's there's more ways to look at it than just saying uh, he's racing on the lead lap. It's his right. Yes, it is. But sometimes you need to be a little bit courteous. You know, Jimmy did good. Um, I I'm expecting bigger things from Jimmy this year. Um, and this is a track I don't expect Jimmy to be no. good at. Like and they of got- all the of all the things that would be out of his wheelhouse an open wheel street course is kind of just would be and they got a couple weeks they got 19 days till the next race at long beach yeah april 10th no texas oh sorry yes texas march 20th jimmy's first oval jimmy's first oval so i'm excited he's obviously good at texas so uh, not so much with the change since they changed the layout, but change the layout or put that stuff on the track. That's the track they did. They changed the turns, right? 
they made the turns different banking in one and two than three and four. What, just grinded them, you mean? That, they didn't do major construction on Texas Motors. They reconfigured they? the turns like a couple of years ago. Did they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They made the turns. I didn't different. realize they did that. Yeah. I didn't realize they did that there. In 2017. But anyway, well, yeah. So anyway, ever but ever yeah. since then though, Jimmy had like in the cup it wasn't the greatest. But we'll see we'll see how it goes. And we'll, first we'll obviously race. have all that covered here. Yeah. Can we can I just say one little Canadian news? Um I don't know how many people listen to this. If you do and you tweet things, um I want you to start tweeting SRX and Tony Stewart and try to get Robert Wickens oh. to be a part yeah, that'd be of cool. SRX. It'd be cool to see how them how they would figure that out too. Um that'd be a big big innovation. Well, I was I, well, I got to, I was watching some I finally they put the BMW endurance challenge which was the four-hour race where he finished on the podium they finally put it up on youtube because i didn't get to watch it and i wanted to watch it and it was really cool to watch his in-car and how he how he accelerates and brakes and shifts gears all on the steering wheel and whatnot so it's, it, it's cool that they put it in car cam to see how he yeah, does it yeah that's crazy yeah yeah that'll, that'll uh gotta get that going hashtag srx Racing hashtag Robert Wickham's Wickens hashtag Tony Stewart hashtag <laughs> Wickens for life and then hashtag the Walms yeah our social media okay, at the WWMS yeah on Facebook and Twitter uh, we're also on the podcasts networks Spotify Google Apple what uh, Anchor Pocket Casts Hey Alexa. Radio Play Wams TV. Republic. Yes. Alexa and Siri. If you got both. Can help you got, out with that. I only got one. I only got Google, one. I, I Googled the Wide World of Morsewords today. It was the second one on Google, so there's actually a store two? called Wide World of like Paddle Sports, and that's the Paddle Sports. So that's they, they get the, they get the number one on Google. <laughs> Make nice. us the number one, folks. Get nice. get us get us out there. Check us out on our website, the Wide World of Motorsports WordPress.com. and Facebook. Yeah, keep yeah. I'll mention it at the W. Oh wait, oh, oh, the at the WWOMS. I, why did I have to pick such a tricky? For me, it's tricky. At the WWOMS on Facebook and Twitter. We'll, we'll say that again. But that is it. Any Anything. Did we forget anything? We, we got all the plugs. I think so. We, how, how could we forget? We'll be back next week, folks. Adios. <laughs>